Apple Sox pick up a 7-2 win on Wednesday night over the Kamloops North Paws and take their seventh series victory of the season. They've got a chance to take all three games on Thursday night when they will face the North Paws again at 6.35 p.m. The Apple Sox got it all started early and pretty much built up a lead and held on to it for the second night in a row. It wasn't as uh, impressive, so to speak, of an offensive output as the night before when Wenatchee picked up the big series opening win with a 14 or 16 to 4 triumph but here on this Wednesday night the Apple Sox got it done a little bit earlier they didn't score in the first inning on on Tuesday night but scored five times in the bottom of the first on Wednesday big hits in that inning a two-run double from Iva Arquette followed up two batters later by an RBI double from Cole Miller as well here's a swing and a ball stung on hit out toward left center it's going to get past Savala who misplays it Oyama and Hallback are off to the races, and both will score. A two-RBI double by Ivar Arquette into the gap for his third RBI of the series. Two runs driven in here in the bottom of the first inning. Two to nothing, Wenatchee. Swings and hits one the opposite way. That will get down, and this might be able to play a couple. Sherrod is going to take a big turnaround, second toward third. Arquette into score. He's going to be the only one. Sherrod held at third. It's an RBI double. Double here for Cole Miller as the Apple Sox add to their lead. Two runs driven in before on Arquette's double. And now Miller picks up his own double, scoring Arquette from second base. Sherrod stops at third. It's three to nothing Wenatchee here in the bottom of the first inning. The Apple Sox would also play runs in that inning thanks to a wild pitch that allowed Miller to score. Another run would come across and an RBI ground out by Enzo Apodaca that allowed Grant Sherrod to come across. Five runs scored in the bottom of the first inning. They would add two more in that third inning and pretty much didn't need anything else the rest of the game. In fact, they wouldn't get anything the rest of the way. And a big reason for why was because of the man uh, sitting down and joining us here on the postgame show, Jack Moffitt. You went five scoreless innings in this one. Your season high in that regard, six strikeouts, also a season high. You had it all going here tonight. What was the key for you in this one? Um, you know, just the key, staying on it, throwing strikes, getting ahead in the count. Uh, I would have liked to maybe cut those walks down a little bit, but I was battling a little bit of an issue with my foot. But that's what summer's all about, battling through adversity and getting better and kind of progressing as a baseball player. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for staying in it. And I'm really happy with the bats today. The guys really just all around great game. Ran out of steam a little bit in the middle of the middle of the game, but we got right back to it. Coaches rounded us up and said we can go get this series today, and that's what we did. So that's exactly what you guys did. I mean, how nice was that for you getting the five runs in the bottom of the first after you kind of like you said you had to battle a little bit in that top yeah. of the first. Things weren't perfect. A one out double, two out walk. You get out of it, and then you guys have your back. What did that mean for you for the rest of the game? Right, just that cushion of five runs in that first inning, it's it's really nice as a pitcher, you know, and it kind of gets our dugout going early, which is huge. I feel like we win games when our dugout energy is at our peak, and I'm just really happy about, with the team today and happy with the guys. Yeah, definitely getting the energy early has helped. When you guys have scored first, you now are 13-5, and five, so obviously helping to put your feet under Great you Scott. guys. <laughs> there you go in that regard. Uh, six punch outs, though, for you in this one. You had two in the second as well. That was probably my favorite. That second one got the strikeout looking. Did a little dance on the mound afterward, didn't you? Well, I, I went the uh, went the other way because I really didn't think it was a strike. I thought it was about a ball and a half <laughs> off, but 
CJ was great behind the plate today, catching catching my uh, throws really well, and I uh, appreciate him a lot too. So I, I legitimately thought that was you doing a little strut or something. <laughs> so that's that's funny to hear. You actually yeah, thought it was a ball. I thought it was a ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But that was that was a really solid inning. You had a little tough trouble in that fourth inning. I think that was the inning where you slipped up on the mound the right. one time. You had three walks in the frame. Mm -hmm. You get a strikeout and a ground out to end it. I believe Aaron Vaughn came out to you uh, during the middle of that inning. What was the message, and what helped you really buckle down and retire the side? Just breathe. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just a game. And really, you got, we have that intense mentality going into the game, but the guys around me just kind of let me know, like, hey, take a deep breath. Your stuff's good. You can, you can compete with these guys. And I just got a lot of reassurance from Coach Vaughn, and I really appreciate it, actually. It helped me center myself back in and get in that zone to just get that next strikeout and then get that next out and get out of the inning. You talked about some of the things earlier that summer ball is all about. That's battling, things like that. I'm sure you learned that last year. You know, you had, what, 13 games you pitched in, 11 starts in the Expedition League. Right. Not quite as many this summer, probably not going to quite get to that yeah. level. But what are some things you've learned this summer with the Apple Sox? Well, just when that adversity hits, you just got to keep keep pitching. You know, there, there could be a lot of excuses around you, but at the end of the day, it's like what can you do to better yourself and how can your teammates help you too? And just getting back into that dugout when you get that energy sparked, it really helps your performance, and uh, I'm just happy with the way we played today. No doubt about it. Great stuff from you, Jack. A lot of fun to watch. You have your best outing of the summer here at home. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. That was Jack Moffitt, Apple Sox pitcher. He went five scoreless innings, struck out six, just allowed two hits in this one. Now we're going to be joined by the Apple Sox catcher, C.J. Horn, who was behind the plate catching Moffitt, helping guide him through this one. Horn had a great night as well at the plate, going two for four, a pair of singles and a pair of uh, the other times up to the plate did strike out those times. But, CJ, a nice game for you. It, it seems like you kind of in the middle of the season been in a little bit of a tough stretch. First ten games you were raking at the plate as overall you came to the plate at the time at your first ten games with a three fifty three batting average. Entering tonight in the last 11, you were three for 26 at the plate. What was the key for you here tonight? Just kind of zoning in a little bit, getting my pitch and not really missing it. Uh, today... First A.B. kind of struggled seeing the ball, but locked in, got in, got in good hitters counts the rest of the way and uh, ended up pulling two hits out of there. I was saying during the broadcast, it's pretty funny when the team's two leading home run hitters are batting eighth and ninth. That's <laughs> just a sign of how deep this team is. That's not a knock on anyone. No. Uh, what's that like being in the middle of an order where it's just kind of the next man up? You know, let's keep the ball, let's get the ball in play and let's do some damage here. It's awesome. It gives you a lot of uh, confidence and a lot of reassurance, especially if you get out in a big situation. You can always count on someone. Like today, Ponce, Ponce was batting right behind me. And, uh, you know, if I strike out and someone's on base, I can always count on him to bring someone in for sure. You've been with three different colleges. This right. is your third different summer ball team too, correct? Correct. You've been around a lot of teams, is my point, in your collegiate level. Is this one of the better offenses you've ever been a part of? It's the most deep lineup for sure, for sure, uh, power-wise and getting on base. you got Joe Ichiro just running and, uh, yeah, <laughs> stolen base. He's leading the league in stolen bases, and we got a bunch of guys that get on, and it's been fun so far. What really sets this team apart from others right now, offensively and everything else? What sets out the, uh, the Apple Sox apart from other teams in this league that you've seen and we've played? Chemistry, for sure, for sure. All the guys get along, and, uh, and we're, you know, we're just playing good baseball right now. And you know how important that is, too, from previous years in summer ball. If you don't have chemistry, you don't have anything. For sure. You're for playing sure. every day, too. So. Yep. Uh, you guys got a, a series finale coming up tomorrow. Looking to wrap this one up, take all three against the Kamloops North Paws. You guys are back to 500 as well, something you've been trying to do since mid-June. That's got to mean a ton, too. What do you guys have to do tomorrow to pick up the series sweep? 
play our game. Uh, we're playing good defense and throwing strikes and hitting the ball. Obviously, we've been doing that well all year. So uh, just got to keep keep attacking on all three phases. Well, we look forward to seeing that. Look forward to seeing another crooked inning. We've had three <laughs> times in this series you guys have scored five or more runs in an inning. CJ, thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. That was C.J. Horn, Apple Sox catcher, went two for four at the plate, and he was uh, behind the dish. As we heard before, Jack Moff, it was the pitcher, five scoreless innings from his from him and six strikeouts here tonight. We're joined by Apple Sox head coach Mitch Darlington. We'll do a little bit more scoreboard watching. Yakima Valley doing the Apple Sox a favor as well. Nanaimo is losing 10-2. to two. Uh, and Edmonton is leading Kelowna 7-3, to three, currently in the bottom of the ninth inning. So, Mitch, the way things are standing right now, it lines up really favorable for the Apple Sox. Other team to watch, I should have mentioned, was how Bellingham was doing tonight. They sit 5-5 five and five in the second half so far. But Bellingham in tonight's game leading Victoria in that one 8-5. So, either way, you guys are going to remain in first place in the second half. Uh, so, like, we can't help but look at the scoreboard at this point. But let's go look at how tonight's game went so far. Got off to a great start. Five runs in the bottom of the first inning. Two in the third inning. Jack Moffitt was great. Really, this is the way you draw a game up. Get out early. Starter goes at least five. Pick up a series win. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think that was Jack Moffitt's signature, uh, probably his signature outing of the summer. Um, five innings of scoreless baseball from him uh, was huge for us. Um, and then, like you said, you know, the early the early uh, runs that we put up got up 5 nothing early. And, uh, you know, from there it was kind of just managing the game and, and trying to stay in attack mode. Um Wish we would have done a little better job. It felt like we kind of let off the gas there, and, um, you know, it was a tie game after the first inning, you know, both run, both teams putting up a couple runs, but um, that's baseball sometimes. Was that something you talked about with the guys afterwards when you guys huddled outside third base? Yeah, yeah, I thought we just, you know, we, we just lost a little a little bit of focus, um, which is natural with college guys. You know, you get, get a lead like that early after you've blown them out the night before, and it just kind of felt like we thought we were going to cruise and, and do it again, and, uh, credit to Kamloops. They, they they stuck in there and uh, kept putting up numbers and uh, kind of made it competitive down the stretch where, um, you know, going into those last couple innings, we thought, hey, we get, we, we better uh, close this thing out. How do you maintain that focus going into a, a third game when, in a lot of ways, there haven't been a ton of moments where you were scared these first two days? Yeah, we, um, you know, we, we, we got an opportunity to sweep somebody, and so I think that alone um, should bring energy to our club enough. Um but yeah, I, I think a, a lot of these guys are kind of kind of seeing where we're standing at, at, at now in the second half, and uh, looking at the standings, looking at this playoff race, and thinking, okay, it's it's kind of go time now. So we uh, we got to keep the foot on the gas and, and keep this rolling. You mentioned Jack Moffitt. What was the biggest reason for his success tonight? Five scoreless innings, six punchouts. Yeah, like I, I talked a little bit in the pregame with you, I thought. Um, he, he got ahead on guys, got ahead and let his stuff play. I think he limited walks except for that one inning, um, but got ahead, attacked hitters, and, and let his stuff play, and he pitched confidently. Uh, and, it, and, again, it helps when your offense puts up five runs and then you have a little more uh, breathing room to just go relax and throw strikes and, and attack guys. First time that he tossed five complete innings, what did he do differently this time that allowed him to be in this game longer? Yeah, limit limit the walks, um, which kept his pitch count down and allowed him to get into that fifth inning. Um, throughout the season, his big thing is, you know, he punches a lot of people out, but uh, or punches a lot of people out, but um, he gives up the free passes, gives up too many walks, and so tonight I thought he did a little better of a job besides the one inning, like I said, you know, of limiting that and and kind of just attacking and 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 pitching to contact and letting guys uh, get themselves out.
It's funny, you talked about how after the first inning it would have been a tied game. Kamloops left more guys on base than you guys did, so it was kind of a sign down the stretch. There wasn't as much foot traffic, but that first inning was a big dent. In, in this one, it was the third different five-run or more inning that you guys put up this season. What's it been with these big innings lately? It feels like this has just become a theme besides the Corvallis series where you're not expecting those. But right. uh, what, what's the biggest reason for why these are happening? Is it just guys kind of going up and trying to do what the last guy did? Yeah, I think, you know, having a guy at the top of the lineup like Joe Ichiro who gets on base um, and then Matt Hallback to follow, it seems like when those two guys start a game off and both of them get on, it's just kind of like, here we go. Our guys kind of have that mentality of, okay, something big's coming here. And then Cole Miller comes up or, you know, somebody puts a ball in a gap and then it's it's kind of the the wheels fall off and, and then we really sense blood and think, okay, now we're, now we're going to get ro- rolling here. So, yeah. Um, that's kind of what it's been, but credit credit to their starter. I mean, I thought he had really good stuff. He uh, he pitched downhill, big dude, um, had good fastball command, and uh, I thought, man, after that first inning, he really settled in and kind of kind of put a dent in our lineup and slowed us down. Ran into a little bit of trouble in the third, but that was kind of the product of what you guys can do with the plate. Sherrod drew the two-out walk. The count was 0-2 to him, and he was able to work it full, draw a walk, he goes to the second. Cole Miller puts down a bunt. Take me through that. Was that was that your call to have him show bunt, or was that Miller just trying to think on the fly? A two-out bunt is extremely rare. Yeah, yeah. No, we ha- we we just have a sign for a, you know, like if, if I want to get a bunt for a hit, but it's it's always a suggestion in that in that sense. It's not a mandatory sign. It's just hey, putting something in the guy's head. Um, like like their starter was a big dude. You know, didn't move really well off the mound. Cole runs really well, and I thought hey, you could put one down right here. Um, he actually didn't make too great of a bunt. He he bunted it kind of near the pitcher's mound, and luckily the guy kind of threw it away there. And um, but th- but that's good. We want to put pressure on guys. We want to make them go field the bunt, go make them make a play. Um, and uh, honestly, I didn't think we did enough of that tonight. We didn't we didn't put enough pressure on them early to to make them keep making plays. It's interesting, you know, you're saying that because I think most teams are going to be content a seven to two win. You take the series. Well, tell me why. Tell me why, and tell me and tell the fans why you're not content with just taking a series like this. <laughs> well, we, you know, uh, definitely happy with the win. We're back to 500, mm-hmm. which which we've been preaching all week is getting back to 500 and then growing from there. But um, honestly, we just we just hold ourselves to a little bit of a higher standard than that. We we got off to an early lead, and like I said, it just felt like we took the took the gas pedal off and and just kind of cruised through that one, and and you know just didn't have good at bats later in the game, so. We'll clean that up and get get back after it tomorrow. I love that you. I forgot to say it earlier, but I love that you brought up the blood thing. I'm telling you, this, this team is the, their nickname should be the Sharks or something. <laughs> the way these guys just they they can tell yeah. when a team is on the ropes and they just they they get them, they smell blood and they finish them off. And that's what you guys have been doing lately. So, uh, Mitch, thank you for joining us. Let's go get uh, all three games this week and get the win tomorrow. Absolutely, let's do it. That was Mitch Darlington, Apple Sox head coach, after tonight's victory, a seven to two triumph over the North Paws. That'll do it for this edition of the Apple Sox Podcast. I'm Joel Norman, and thank you again for tuning in to the Apple Sox Podcast.